Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Mellow from The Rainbow Children, recorded early 2001 at Paisley Park and released on the 16th of October 2001. Uh, I say early 2001 because apparently the horn overdubs were done on the 8th of February 2001. Um, so I think they were pretty much the last thing done with this song. On the track, you have Prince, John Blackwell, you have Najee on flute, and you have the Hornheads. Uh, the track is 4 minutes 24, and joining me to talk about today is Eric Haza. Hello, Eric. Hey there! In terms of, like, a genre, uh, I'm not quite sure, you know, there's kind of like a jazz feel to right. a lot of the songs on this particular album, so I don't know if you could call this, like, a jazz ballad. Okay. Um, Th- does this qualify as R&B, or...? Uh, I mean... I guess, I guess maybe because the horns are on there, uh-huh. maybe that, just because John Blackwell's like a jazz drummer and he does like a few little jazz things in this. Right. Maybe that's where I'm, you know, kind of thinking of that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because like, I don't know, I, I would say ballad, but mm-hmm. I don't know that Prince is kind of singing this to anyone. Like, I'm not sure like who the subject is that he's kind of, he's, he's, he's asking people like he's asking someone basically to wait while he gets ready for something. Right, right. Um, like that—that that seems to be like the main gist gist of the whole song. Um, you know, the fact that he says, you know, that he wants to get lost in the mellow mellow. Mm-hmm. It, su- it suggests that Prince. I mean, if that is not a drug reference. Let's let's make that clear right at the top right. because you know Prince at this point is a Jehovah's mm-hmm. Witness. There's no way that he's, he's clean. Um, yes, he's clean at this point at least. Um, so, you know, he starts off, we, well, we start off with this nice kind of slow kind of like, um, I, I don't know, slinky kind of like mm-hmm. flute line that kind of is the introduction. Um, and then you have Prince's vocals just kind of come in and he says, want to get lost in the mellow, mellow. And he goes kind of into his lower register to sing of my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and kind of like the way he sings, like this entire song is kind of, um, I don't know, I guess you, I guess the, the vocal style I would classify it as is loosey goosey. Like it's. It's like the most casual like singing that Prince probably has ever done. Right, right. Um, up until this point, um, you know, and he, he talks about he has this kind of weird thing where he says, "Chop a tree, pay the cost." I'd rather have a glass of you that's fine, <laughs> um, which he's making rhyme with mine. Uh-huh. Uh, and he says, "Come on, come on over, baby, at round seven, chill in your favorite chair." So he's basically saying, "Come over at seven o'clock, but I'm not going to be ready." Right. <laughs> I mean, he is mellow. He is he is kind of just like hanging out, just chilling, you know. And he says, you can watch this tape of this of this mellow after party. And then he name drops and he right. says, Macy and Common were there. Now, Darren, does he do this often? Does he does he name drop people? No. In fact, it's very, it's very rare that he ever mentions any artists other than himself. Like, uh-huh. uh, you know, my name is Prince obviously mentions his own name quite a lot. Um, but yeah, it's like it's rare that like occasionally. I mean, in other songs, he's mentioned like D'Angelo and Questlove. Okay. And here, obviously, he's mentioning Macy Gray and Common. And this is right. like, it's a rarity that he ever goes to that point. So this is kind of almost like an endorsement from Prince. Right, from right. saying, like, you know, Macy Gray and Common are two people that he's, you know, willing to spend cool. time with. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, and at an after party, of course, at this point, Prince is kind of legendary for his, you know, after his concerts, he would end up doing like a, you know, a two hour after party mm-hmm. uh, kind of extra. In fact, when he was over in London um, at the O2 and he was there for 21 nights, effectively, it was 42 gigs because he did, <laughs> he did, he didn't have to show every single one of those. And so, you know, that and, and, and he even had tickets being sold like at the actual like events for mm-hmm. the after parties. Like they were they were part of the, the kind of the, the tour. Um, so obviously he's known for his after parties, 
Um, you know, obviously after his death, they on SNL they had like a tribute to Prince and they showed footage that people had filmed of Prince um, performing, like because he'd done a performance I think in 2015, mm-hmm. um, you know, promoting Artificial Age and um, and Plectrum Electrum I think as well. And they like he performed then apparently after st- like after the show he basically did like a private concert for about three hours and like Jimmy Fallon had like filmed some of it and so they oh they God. showed that. So this is kind of, and it was literally like famous celebrities like getting up and singing with Prince, mm-hmm. um, and so you know this is this is maybe what what you get to watch on this uh, this tape of this after after party that Prince is showing you while he gets ready, and he and he he tells you what he's doing because he goes besides you know it takes a while for me to do my hair, and it's pro- that's probably my favorite line on this album just because right. after every single time he says besides you know, there's a second Prince who goes you know. And it's like, it's like restating each. So the line is actually like, you know, you know, you know, it takes it takes a while, a while for me, for me to do to do my hair, my hair. Right. Like that's like that's the whole light. Like it's it's just him repeating it. He wants to emphasise it. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is, as well, it's like so like the delivery of it takes so long that it is kind of like you, this is what it's like waiting for Prince to get ready. Right, right. Um, he wants to put you in that moment, and you're there. You're transported. And that's when we hit the chorus, which is "Come and get lost in the mellow, mellow." And that's when kind of like the drums come in, and mm-hmm. you know we've got the full band. Um, and then he asks the question. Um, it's not he doesn't really sing this. It's just kind of spoken where he says, "Where you want to eat tonight, baby? I know this dope spot called One Another." Uh, and when he sings <laughs> One Another, you have like uh, triple tracked Prince voices. Right. And he goes, or maybe we might swing by the egg, the perfect place to play house. And the weirdest thing is when he sings the line, I could smother you. Uh-huh. And then he just goes, I, I just might be running lines, which is like, I don't know. It's this weird thing of like where you overhear people say like saying threatening things, but then they're like, oh, no, I'm just rehearsing mm-hmm. for a play. And Prince is like, <laughs> like, I might smother you. Oh, no, wait there. no, no, this is this is for a play that I'm thinking of putting on, maybe. <laughs> it's just such a, it's such a weird kind of like thing. Um, you know, and then, of course, he, he, he tells us, you know, there's so much that you can find in the mellow of my mind. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of go back to the chorus with him saying, you know, this rainbow psychedelia, rainbow psychedelia, mm-hmm. uh, come and get lost in the mellow. There's nothing to be afraid of. Just you and me in the mellow of my mind. I feel like this song is probably in the mellow of Prince's mind. Like he will yeah. just say anything, go anywhere. He's just mellow. He's just hanging out. He's going to say it. <laughs> and I think is as well, he, he kind of then almost like talks about what he's doing where he says, I want to get lost in the composition of you, learn mm-hmm. the rhythm and play only the notes you want me to. Uh, I'm a good learner, and once I understand, I'll stand under you and let you show me how you want me to be your man. Sorry, how you want your how man, you want to, your be. man to be. Right. Yeah, instead of be your man. So he's, he's he's reversing some of the phrases there. But I like the fact that he says, I understand, I'll stand under you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's great wordplay. And obviously, right. he's putting this in the frame of, like, composition, but I think we all get what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, particularly when he says, I could dance for you, a little comical minuet. <laughs> and and then of course he kind of so far we've kind of been in a bit of a metaphor but then he goes if you desire I'll shed my attire anything, anything to get, to get you, you wet. wet we all know that Prince is a cunning linguist <laughs> well the is. thing is the thing is as well he then goes shower my flower <laughs> so he's he's like <laughs> as if he's like I'm talking about the shower I'm talking about right, you right, wet right, the shower right. like that's all I'm talking about I'm not talking about anything else mm-hmm. um, you know and then of course he said we kind of like the last kind of couplet is where he says can I sing you uh, sing to you while you bring yourself to joy I'll go slow at first while you quench your thirst uh, so... circles around your toy while you bring yourself to joy uh-huh. so I think that's by great. that point he's kind of made it explicit exactly what's going on right right 
He's never one to mince words. He was going to tell you straight out. But, you know, uh, this the thing is as well, this is not this is something that has been in, you know, a number of Prince songs where basically he's a caring lover and, um, you know, he's not going to, he's not selfish. Like, he's he's willing to just sit there and sing while, uh, you know, whoever he's with is brings themselves to joy with a toy, apparently. So, you know, uh, and he's willing to get naked if that will get them wet as well. So, yeah. And, you know, he, it, like it, Prince is a giving lover and uh, this is something that's come up in a number of songs. So I, I kind of like that we're continuing that theme here. Even if this is in the middle of a concept album that is effectively about being the Jehovah's Witness. Like, <laughs> you know. I did not know that. I did not know the context for this song and this album. That's That's why I think it's interesting that he gets so explicit. Because for most of this album, he's been a lot coyer than this. Do you know? Do you know what the Jehovah's Witnesses think of Prince? Do they think he's a good representative? I think they were happy that he converted, and you know, like he he was very, you know, he's very devout and stuff. But with with as explicit as he is, sometimes I don't think the Witnesses would let their kids listen to this or well want anyone listening he, to this. You know, he toned it down and he censored himself quite a lot. So mm-hmm. you know, I think maybe they would kind of approve of that. Um, okay. you know, okay. and, and apparently, uh, you know, when Prince talks about the egg, apparently that is a, a building, um, you know, within Paisley Park, um, you know, mm-hmm. which is, which is not a restaurant. It is, it's just a building that has like an egg like shape. And, and apparently that's what staff would call it is just call it the egg. Um, the egg. you know, okay. apparently like the reference to the after show refers to a specific gig that Prince played on the 17th of November, 2000 where Macy Gray and uh, Common joined him on stage as guests. Um, so I, I don't know. I like that okay. like Prince is not just name dropping. He's basically referring to a specific place. And then when he says the egg, he's not just making that up. That is, that's again, that's a place that's on Paisley Park. So he's like, you know, <laughs> he's not one just to make stuff up. Uh, and I think interestingly, this like the kind of this is the, the start of something that, you know, Prince obviously would get more into. Um, this track was offered as a free download on the 14th of January 2002 uh, through AOL, uh, exclusively to AOL members. So wow. I'm not quite sure what the purpose of that was. Uh, but, you know, I guess Prince, you know, w- w- was trying different ways of uh, promotion. It's worth saying that, you know, Rainbow Children wasn't distributed by, you know, a label or anything. He didn't have like a record deal. Uh, this was part of the time when he had the MPG Music Club, so he, you know, he records songs and then they would be collected as albums. In this case, Rainbow Children was done as a specific album, like it wasn't just a collection of songs. You know, it had a, an overall theme. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't know. I just I find it quite interesting that Prince was like, okay, have this one track for free, um, and I don't even think right. this is really a good representation of what the rest of the album sounds like. Like this song kind of stands out as being a bit different. I think this and Muse to the Pharaoh are kind of like the two songs that really stand out as being slightly different, maybe even she loves me for me. Like those three songs don't really fit in with the narrative of everything. Um, Uh So I don't know. It's just interesting that Prince kind of chose this to be like, yeah, have a free song from Prince, (laughs) like out of nowhere. And make it this one. Yeah. Um, Now for me, like I love this song, you know, like I I bought Rainbow Mm -hmm. Children, like as soon as I possibly could when it came out, uh, which at this point I think is, I don't know, almost exactly um you know uh 17 years ago or something um probably i probably bought it towards the end of october maybe when i got paid that month um and so you know i've listened to this song for you know uh, since since the day it came out and this was one of my favorite tracks as soon like as soon as i listened to the album you know a lot of the album is very strange uh because of the, the kind of the overall theme that prince has got going on but here it's just like 
this this song stood out, stood out as being like one of the more uh, I say digestible songs. Like you can kind of just listen to it by itself and it kind of stands alone. Um, right. You know, and I kind of li- I like that flute intro. You know, I like the kind of the drums aren't mm-hmm. too heavy, and I think Prince's vocals are great. And he has you can tell he's having some fun in here with look at the way he delivers certain lines and. Um, you know, particularly like, you know, it takes the time to do his hair and stuff like that, where it's just like, yeah. you know, he, he's he's like really kind of he's really literally living up to the title of the song as much as he possibly can um, <laughs> and being as mellow as possible when delivering lines. Um, so for right. me, it's going to be a five out of five just because I've been listening to this song five, for so okay. long. And, you know, I just love I just love kind of what Prince is doing here. I, I think you pulled me up there and I was going to give it a four, but I think I'm going to go up to a four point five for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I just really enjoyed listening to the song. You, you totally nailed it. The flute at the beginning of this is just so great. And it just gets you to what this song wants to do pretty much instantly. And reading through the lyrics, it is so great. It is the exact prints that I want from one of his songs. And it's just smooth. It's mellow. It's, it's great. And I, I just really enjoyed listening to it. And yeah, the, the takes me a while to do my hair. That's, yeah. That's Such great. A great delivery. Um, now Prince performed this, you know, on the, the one night alone, uh, tour that followed after this in 2002. Um, and then pretty mm-hmm. much he stopped performing it after 2002. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so yeah, he, <laughs> he performed it for the following year. Uh, 21st November 2002 in Sapporo, Japan was the final performance and that was it. Uh, mm-hmm. Never performed the song wow. again. Um, which, I mean, you know, is it, like there's a point after this where kind of from 2004 onwards, Prince is very selective about his back catalogue. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of the kind of smaller songs kind of got dropped, uh, which is a pity because, you know, I think this is a this is a great song, you know, like just the, the kind of feel of it, I, I you know, it's just, it's just kind of, it's it, it, I mean, I... It's kind of unique. Like there's no, there's nothing else that I can think of in Prince's back catalogue that's really the, the kind of the same thing. This kind of like very kind of mellow jazz ballad. Like it's just it's just not a, a thing that he did very often. Um, so it's really mm-hmm. nice to kind of hear it here, uh, even if it does get you know a little bit kind of uh, right. I don't know, let's say PG thirteen towards the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I like it's. I don't know. Just like the idea of Prince being like, "Come over at seven, but then I'm gonna make you wait because I got to do my hair and watch this <laughs> this after show party thing." And you know, like, it, I don't know, I just I like the uh, this is something that you know kind of came up in the uh, the kind of story that Kevin Smith told about Prince, where his representatives okay. kept calling up and saying, "Prince will call you in 17 minutes." And Kevin Smith was like, that's really precise. Like, they must have things together right. at Paisley Park. But then, of course, like, another person will call and say, Prince is going to call you in 10 minutes. And, uh, so it's like, things are precise, mm-hmm. but it it still took forever before Prince eventually called Kevin Smith. Um, and right, that, right. that kind of, and that's the kind of feel I get from this song of, like, Prince being like, come over at 7 o'clock, you know, but you're going to have to <laughs> sit there for another three hours while I get ready. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I kind of love that that kind of thing of, like, Prince being like, you know, I'm very busy. We've got to plan these things, but at the same time, I'm going to make you wait. But also, a lot of Prince's uh, uh, ethos essentially comes back to it's all about you. It's all about yeah. pleasing you and making sure you're comfortable. And but he he does want to make sure that he has the time to do what he needs to <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, he's like you please yourself, but I've got to get myself mm-hmm. ready. So I'm going to be in the shower for the next hour. So. Uh, you right. know. It's like the very fine chef that you take time out of your busy <laughs> schedule to come to the restaurant. Prince is going to make it right for you. So I feel like we said about as much as we can about Mellow. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug out? Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Erichkino, E-R-I-C-H-K-I-N-O. And uh, find me on 
iTunes. I have a podcast called uh, Topic TBD Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. So you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more <laughs> for being my guest here, Eric. Yeah, no problem. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye.